And now, Wolf Bites Open Mic. The Bass Jackers. I just came home actually from tour. Hey guys, this is Phoenix Paul. Hey, what's up? This is Sean Frank. Wolf Bites DJs and your favorite artists. Sophie Francis. Sophie, thanks for joining us today. Hi, super nice to join you guys. What's up, guys? This is Ahmed Van Buren. Now, Open Mic. Hey guys, it's DJ What The Heck here for another edition of Open Mic. Today, my guest is Audie N. Thanks for coming on the show, man. Yeah, thanks for having me, dude. So where are you at right now? What's going on? Yeah, I'm just uh, hiding away in my bunker in LA, aka my little tiny house. <laughs> I'm lucky I have a pool, so I'm very like fortunate to be able to, you know, spend a lot of time outside and not be all cooped up during this uh, quarantine. So that's what that, I've been up to. That is the one thing I did not get a chance to do this summer is hit the pool or the beach. And I'm very upset about that. Yeah, you should. You sh- there's still time. There Long is time. still time. There's still time. Here, it's going to start getting to like very low 80 degrees, and then it's going to be like probably 40s, like flick of the hand. It's going to be crazy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> it has been a crazy summer for you with, with you know, COVID and all of that, and you've really missed out on touring. I mean, what, what have you been doing over the summer, and what's the tour scene kind of looking like for you? You know, honestly, um, believe it or not during the uh during the pandemic we we've had some show requests and stuff and we decided to hold off because we just don't feel like putting anyone at risk and we also I don't want to be at risk either but right you know I think that it's just going to be better to just wait until this thing is completely gone which it will be and then return to touring but in the meantime I've kind of shifted my entire mentality and focus towards just spending time making music and also just relaxing you know like for the past seven years, I've been constantly touring, um, and I never had a chance to really like lay any roots or get some new, get some real routines. So I've been like spending a lot of time doing that, and I think that when we return to touring, I'll have like a better, I'll be in a better headspace for that. Right. Yeah, that's one thing that this whole pandemic has kind of brought about is there has been more time on the hand, so to say. So setting up routines or getting on a schedule has been a little bit easier, maybe. But yeah. Yeah, for sure. I've also seen, you kind of mentioned not doing any tours until a backup, but I've also seen some DJs now doing like these drive-in like shows. Yeah, yeah I you, saw that too. Yeah, maybe maybe do one of them. Maybe just one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. We'll Still time. Yeah, it would be an interesting experience. <laughs> so... Jumping into when you started out, I'm curious as to where you got the name Audien. Where did it come from? You know, I was walking home from, uh, I think it was eighth grade in middle school, or it might have been high school. No, it was high school. It was high school, uh, ninth grade in high school. Um, and I need, I, you know, I started making music and I didn't want to use my regular name. I wish I had like a better description for this, but I remember my thought process was that I was like an avid listener and lover of dance music and electronic music. And I guess like I wanted a name that put me within within the, you know, the confines of everybody else, the audience. Mm. So I guess I was one of I'm one of them. I came from that, you know, so it's like it's just it's like a singular version of something that's very plural, I guess, (laughs) if that's the correct terminology. But I think that was my thought process. You know, it just it just kind of came about. It was so long ago. It was well over, (laughs) I think, 12 years ago now. Right. Yeah. Well, it definitely stuck. It stuck. It worked. It, it worked. And <laughs> you were an avid listener of dance music. What kind of got you into that whole dance music scene? 
you know, I was like really in the beginning, I was really into weird dance music, kind of like stuff that you wouldn't expect. Like I was into UK hardcore and like mm. I was a big follower of like the guys who actually are doing really well now, which I'm so happy to see, like Darren Styles, Gammer, um, just like all those older kind of UK hardcore vibes artists. I used to love that so much. I used to wait until all the new compilations dropped. They always did compilations. Like there was this long one that had like 15 volumes. It was called Bonkers. And mm. like, I would literally, I think I used LimeWire to get the, my first Bonkers compilation, if you remember LimeWire. Mm. And that was like the early like inspiration for me. I was like, how is this music made? Like, it just blew my mind. Like I literally was so fixated by it. And I kind of gradually transitioned into like some more slower stuff like trance. That's when I discovered like Armin and the State of Trance a show. Mm. And I remember the first episode I downloaded was 234. <laughs> so wow. it's come a, a long way. Wow. Yeah, Armin, Armin's great. We talked with him a while back now, but we did talk with him. He, he was great. He was wonderful. Great, dude. Yeah. Um, let's talk about some of your tracks. And there have been a lot of them that are just absolute gems. I mean, I, my personal favorites are Circles, Roller Coaster, Serotonin, and we'll talk about Craven with Artie in a few. But yeah, absolute gems. And I just want to talk about this one, Favorite Sound. What was it like putting that track together? You know, I, I really, for the longest time, wanted to do a song with Echo Smith. Um, I just really am a fan of what they do. I think Sydney has, like, one of the most underrated and amazing voices in music. You know, yes. she's so talented. And, like, it's just, it was such a like, fluid experience. It was so easy, you know? Like, working with them was, was so simple. They're, like, they're all family, you know? They're literally brothers and sisters. So it was kind of like a family affair of sorts. But, um but yeah, I mean, the song itself really resonated with me, the lyrics, and I tried to tried to match it the best I could with my with my instrumental work. And so I'm pretty happy with the result. We had a really cool video done by Drew Kirsch. He's an amazing director, did a bunch of Taylor Swift videos and stuff, and he's done some sick work. So overall, the entire everything that surrounded that song came out pretty amazing to me. Yeah, it, 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 it's a great track, and it's one of our favorites here on the station as well. Another favorite of ours is Hot Water with Blau. What was it like working with Blau and putting that track together? Well, Blau's been a really good friend of mine forever. I deserve it. I know I hurt you in the truth. I As long as I can remember, at least 2014, I think, is when I first met him and started talking to him. And we're, we're like best friends, you know. We yeah. we're gonna do more songs together, but we wanted our first collab to be kind of unexpected, and Hot Water was that. <laughs> it was yeah. like completely, like so distant from either of our styles, which we're what we're known for. And it was just like, you know, we had this amazing vocal, and it just 
it, it just came to really, really naturally. Uh, we got to like debut it at EDC when we played back to back, and it was just like there's so many good memories attached to that song, really. You definitely have like a specific sound to you and I've heard it throughout the years in your tracks and I thought buzzing was one that kind of came out and I was like this is definitely an audience track yeah, yeah so just it, that's over just over a year old now it was released uh, 2019 September roughly yeah yeah so, uh, yep exactly yeah so what was uh, putting this track out like it was great it was one of my first completely independent releases um, did it with stem and it was a it was kind of like a nod to uh, my old progressive house days. I did a master class with JBL last year, and uh, that was the song that I was kind of like playing with during the master class. I had been producing it at the time, and I had it up on the screen, and I was kind of breaking it down for everybody. And it ended up turning into a song, which is kind of fun. Um, but working with Nev was fantastic. Nev is amazing. Always the, that. It, Nev is like a writer group. It's multiple people, I believe, mm -hmm. but they they're responsible for so many great dance songs, and I'm I'm glad I can be part of their uh, part of their catalog, so to speak. Right. We we yeah. That's another one that we love right here on the station as well. Buzzing. I, I still have. I was listening to Roller Coaster before you came on, and this is like that's the song I hear in my head right now. I want to be hearing these other songs as we uh, talk about them, but that's the one that's stuck in my head. Oh. Yeah. So the the last one I wanted to talk about is pretty cool because we talked with Artie back in March, and he mentioned you guys would be doing this track, and then here we are today. Craving is out. What was yeah. it like working with Artie and then putting this track out? So Craving, believe it or not, is me and Artie's first collab, although we released a collab together um, in tw late 2018 called Never Letting Go on Injuna Beats. Mm -hmm. And when we finished Craving, we were like, this is not going to be our first collab that we're going to release. We really wanted to do something that we were both collectively known for, and that was the Injuna Beats sound. And so we had Craving for a couple of years, and I had been playing it out in sets, and I just watching people's reaction to it. It really is a great club song as well as a radio yes. song, in my opinion. But watching people's reaction to it. Think you can go around and change it back to how it was before. You know you didn't even fight for me until you lost the war. It doesn't matter. I realized we had to get this song out. Lyrically, first of all, Ellie's amazing. She's just an amazing singer and writer. Um, lyrically, <laughs> the lyrics made so much sense for me in my own life. It just kind of was like rearing its head, and I was like, "This ha we got to get this out. I want to, I want to like embrace this thing." And so, I hit up Artie, and we got it together, and we we finally got this song out. So I, I actually love it. I listen to it once in once in a while. Like it's hard to listen to your own music, but mm -hmm. like on your free time. But I actually kind of listen to that song now. And then. Yeah, we we love it here on the station, and so many other people love it as well. Um, is there maybe? one collab or maybe an artist out there that you haven't done any work with yet, but you're like really hoping at some point you might get the chance to do that. Oh yeah. Uh, definitely lane eight for sure. Um, mm -hmm. loving his music right now. Like 
I think it's some of the best music out. Um, I would love to work with him. Um, MK maybe. Yes. You know, okay. some of the more some of the more housey stuff. Like a lot of my new music is kind of going to be a lot less big big room and a little bit more kind of palatable for day to day life. And you're in the car and whatnot. Not that big room isn't palatable for day to day life. It's mm. just that I think that sometimes the vibes need to be a little more chill it's a little easier to leave room for thoughts and processing things when you have a song that's more simple, more minimal, and just more like kind of subtle. So I'm working on some stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I've been just really diving into so many different kinds of music during quarantine. I've had the time to do it, which is great. Right. right. Well, we'll be excited for all the new music and just what can everyone expect next from you? You mentioned doing some new tracks. Is there going to be a lot of them coming, coming out shortly? Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm spending a lot of time on them. I'm not like rushing them out. Um, But I'm like, I have a few that I'm really excited about. One in particular as well, that's that'll be the next single. Um, It's it's really a different style for me. It's like something I've never done before. So and and I don't I'm not one to make the same style of music again and again and again. I mean, Mm -hmm. like, I just can't I simply can't do that. And I know, I know that that's like, it's tough for some people to like follow, but I just would rather make whatever I'm inspired by. And like it, this next song is something new for me completely. So. Maybe could you give us a little sneak peek of maybe what a title could be? Um, it's a color. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. It's a color. The, the title is a color and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping I can get it out in October, but it will be the next single for sure. It will definitely be the next single. Awesome. Well, we will be anxiously awaiting that one. You will like this one. (laughs) Good. (laughs) I will be anxiously, even more anxiously awaiting it then. Well, Audien, this was great and really appreciate you doing it. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, and stay safe out there. You too. All right. Well, that was Audien here on this latest edition of Open Mic, and it's DJ What the Heck. I'll see you guys next time.